Hello and welcome to Trinity Views, Trinity News' own podcast. I'm Eva O'Byrne and I'm your podcast host for this episode, as well as the two previous ones, which you can check out in the bio below. In this installment of the three-parter, we're going to be talking to a selection of students from UCD and Trinity. They're freshers and they're here to detail their experiences with calculated points, the CAO, student accommodation and much more. So hi everyone, uh, thank you so much for coming uh, on this panel today. Um, I'm sure college has been a very strange experience and sure what's another Zoom meeting for you all. Um, <laughs> so if you could all could give me a kind of a brief introduction um, as to who you are. Um, we do have some UCD representation, it's not all Trinity with us today. Um, I felt just to get to gauge more of what it's like to be in college because I've noticed that a few colleges have been kind of tailoring the experiences a bit differently. There's been different forms of lectures, different forms of tutorials. It's really confusing that there's no kind of one set way to do college anymore. Um, so if we could start with Kai and we'll make our way around, if you'd like to just introduce yourself and tell us what you do and where you go. Um, my name is Kai. I'm a first year in UCD and I'm studying music, Italian and Spanish. Um, my name is Ashling. I'm also in first year UCD and I do Spanish, Italian and Japanese as part of modern languages. Um, hi, my name is Ingrid. I'm in first year in MSIS in Trinity. Hi, I'm Rosie. I'm in first year of music and drama in Trinity. Hi, I'm Martha. I'm a first year law and political science student at Trinity. So we have a mix of kind of like general subjects here with languages, with law, and we also have EMSIS, which I know is a very challenging course. And really, I just want to gauge with you guys what it's been like to, you know, experience college. This you went from, you know, kind of months of uncertainty and not going to school to suddenly being in online college all like all the time and a lot of people have struggled with kind of the lack, lack of structure the lack of almost responsibility when it comes to college um so for those who went through um being having their grades calculated could you actually detail to me what it was like just suddenly stopping your education do you feel like it was worthwhile to get your uh, points calculated or do you feel like you missed out on performing well in the leaving cert i know for me i kind of expected the leaving cert to get cancelled um, by, by that point in May. I was in the middle of a maths class and we found out uh, when the announcement was made and I remember my math teacher stopped trying to teach anything and all of our teachers were told they couldn't speak to us because they had to calculate the grades. So like all of the communication was just shut off between the schools and the students, um, which was really weird. I think calculating the grades was probably the most fair decision in my opinion anyway, that the government could have made. I think, um, disproportionately different groups were affected by it differently and not everyone I know got their first or second choice but almost everyone I know got into university at least. You Talking to a lot of first years that I know and they felt that almost they had spent two years training for this marathon of exams that never happened and it was almost it felt like a waste but some feel like the payoff was just as good with their calculated points. How do you feel about it? Yeah I definitely agree with what you just said because I worked quite hard over fifth and sixth year so it felt very like anticlimactic that after all that work we didn't well we still had stuff to show for it but we didn't do like the physical exams 
obviously I was quite happy when they um, cancelled the leaving because the alternative was back then was having it at the end of July and I just really was not about to do another like three months of studying but um, overall for me I definitely think I did better with calculated grades than I ever would have done if I sat the exams. So. Um, and Rosie for you did you have to go through an audition process at all for Trinity or like how was that for you because I feel like especially for drama students, music students, they all went through this kind of unknown stress of if they were going to get into their programs. Um, of course, because there was the infamous points leap when it came to drama in Trinity this year due to a certain series that I won't name. But how was the overall experience for you? Yeah, it was quite uh, strange because basically, well, with um, music in Trinity, that was, that was kind of straightforward because they don't do auditions unless you're going to do music education, but they do do a music test for music in Trinity. So I was thinking, oh, do I have a music test? Do I not? And then they were like, in, in March, April, they were like, no, there's no music test unless you're doing music education and you want to be a secondary school music teacher. But for drama, it was quite different because drama, they're very selective about who gets in and it's based on usually what they do is they run and they run they do a questionnaire first by email and then based on the results of your questionnaire you're invited in to do an audition or you or you present a portfolio of your work to do a drama and so but this year they said we're not doing the audition or the portfolio it's entirely based on the questionnaire and so they added in extra questions to the questionnaire so that was quite stressful for me. I was like, oh, you know, oh, it's all based on the questionnaire. And I was, I had started preparing a portfolio as well. Cause I, so I had gathered photos of the different stuff I'd done with my youth theater, Dublin youth theater. And I had started kind of writing stuff, but then, it, then they said, oh, it's all the questionnaire. So I got kind of a bit stressed and I was like, oh no. But then, and then, so then I did the questionnaire around Easter time. And then they took a long time to get back. And it was kind of actually, after we found out that it was gonna be calculated grades for leaving. So it was actually in June, we I found out that I had gotten in. So I was really happy. I, I got a um, matriculation for drama studies on its own. And um, so that means I didn't have to get the points for drama studies, but if I wanted to do drama joint honors, I had to get the points for drama and the other subject. Speaking of stress, Ashling, you deferred for a year. So what did you think of the whole calculated point system? Did you? have a feeling that you're going to get in or did you just not know anymore and you're just waiting for the results to come in see I was so lucky that I did defer because it meant my place was completely unaffected but there was a point when the CAO opened in like February where I was like oh maybe I should switch because I was kind of tempted to go to DCU instead uh, which is like essentially the exact same course as the modern languages in UCD but just in DCU and then the second this virus became on any sort of wavelength for me I was like not a chance I'm just keeping my course because I had it so I was and actually my course was one of the only ones in UCD that went down with the new point system oh my God. I wouldn't have got in anyway luckily if I had reapplied but thankfully I was just one of the lucky ones that had a solid place and didn't have to think about it really um I feel like there was a lot more stress because of like all the whole calculated grades. I think my points stayed relatively the same. I'm not too sure. I think they might have gone down about 10 points. But um, like I got, I got in comfortably. But like the whole like waiting around to see 
whether or not you're going to get into like the college course because I was like I wasn't too sure what I was going to be doing this year and like it only took me until like the change of mind where I like properly like solidified my thoughts and I was like concerned about the calculated grades that people were going to end up just randomly picking a course that they wanted to get into because of like the whole hysteria among calculated grades going like really badly for some people so Mm -hmm. I was kind of worried about that Mm -hmm. because there was so many reports of calculated grades being downgraded it was the whole 10 percent of people being affected disproportionately was ultimately scandalous and but really my question is um for the people who were going to sit their leaving cert this year were you ever tempted to do the resits i know ingrid you said that you were relieved to not do an extra three months but to martha and Rosie, I suppose it doesn't really matter for you, Rosie. So really it's for Martha. Did you ever think, oh, I might sit the exams in order to ease your stress? Do you think it would have given you more clarity? Um, also, like any three of you can answer this question, but like, do you think it would have given you more clarity to say, I'm going to sit the exams no matter what? Or were you just comfortable with the system? Like, did you trust it enough to not sit them? I trusted my teachers in kind of the work I'd done over the two years. I thought I was probably going to get what I deserved in most subjects. Um, I was very seriously considering taking the exam in one subject because I was downgraded from what my teacher gave me uh, enough for it to affect the grade. And I thought I probably, with like two or three months of work, I probably could have gotten the grade that I wanted. But ultimately, I didn't think it was worth it for one grade that didn't really affect me entering university on the course I wanted anyway, um, essentially just for like bragging rights or just for to change one grade, I'd have to defer the year and it wouldn't really be worthwhile. But for for a while I did think, you know, you kind of do want to have earned your grades. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I think the value of grades this year or my grades I feel doesn't stand to previous years Mm -hmm. because I, I think it's difficult to stand by what I was given and say I earned this because the, 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 quant, you know, the quantifiers for earning it are different this year than any other year. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting take to actually have because some people, um, yeah, it is the Leaving Cert is a very hackable exam. It is ultimately a cramming session of information that you regurgitate on a page. And if you are so lucky that the questions you revised came up, then you're, you're sorted and you're like going to get a much higher grade than some people who may have studied for both years and particularly hard and Ingrid you mentioned that you had worked very hard throughout fifth and sixth year and obviously because you got into EMSIS which is one of the highest points in Trinity it is a really well respected computer uh, and management course so how did you feel did you ever feel like you needed to sit the exams or did you trust your teachers enough to give you the right grades? Um, yeah, I think I trusted my teachers enough to give me the grades, but I don't know if I trusted the department's algorithm. Like, I felt I was probably going to get marked down. I did get marked down in two subjects, but um, yeah, I wasn't too sure if I was going to get the course because I didn't get um, enough points in the mocks for the points that it was last year. But um, yeah, I did trust my teachers and thankfully um, it did pay off. The whole point of studying a language in college is being able to speak the language and to be able to engage with other people through that language. And I can't imagine how hard it must be for language students, because there's more than one of you, um, to actually, you know, become well versed in the language because you're learning it through a screen and not through 
you know, a person in front of you. Um, and I just, yeah, like, I can't imagine what it's like. And Ashling, how did you find the overall experience? Because you're arguably more isolated than other people because you are now in a fixed pod as well as living in student accommodation. Yeah, I found, I found orientation week really weird because like, even though you always have the choice to go or not to go when it's on your laptop, it's so much easier to avoid it. So I went to about two like little Zoom um, webinars and like I, I only went to two and then that was it because I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll meet people around the campus, which obviously now is not a thing. Um, I met up with my course once at the cafe on UCD campus and it was really lovely. And um, like what Kai said, the language classes are really small. So the peer mentor groups are really good because you meet people there and you can kind of just remember names. A lot of it at the minute is just remembering names. It's like, I've seen that name in most of my modules. And then eventually you put a face to the name when you're in a breakout room or if like I've followed a few people on Instagram. But definitely, I think the living in the accommodation is really weird because it's like it's a complete ghost town here at the minute. Like usually all the car parks are completely full like or on a Sunday evening, you wouldn't. There's not a chance you'd get parking or is like if you look out tomorrow or Sunday, it's everywhere is free. Like I said, I am like the apartment I have, it's usually for six people and it's just me living here by myself. So that's really strange. Um, I just even like going downstairs my older brother when he was in first year he's in final year now but when he was in first year he lived here and he was like you would meet like 15 people if you were just trying to go down the stairs whereas I can go in and out of the building without seeing anyone so it's just a really strange like first month I've still enjoyed it but it's definitely very isolated mm-hmm. and just like um, I'm aware of the S2S uh, fun- like uh, mentors in Trinity and they are very um, good at providing guidance to first years but I'm aware that like you know these Zoom calls are a bit like unpersonal they're not really kind of a good way to connect with people and a way that a lot of freshers got engaged with uh, life in Trinity was through Freshers Week. Um, so if the three uh, Trinity students could detail, you know, any particular highlights or anything that they really did enjoy or perhaps help them to connect more people uh, throughout Freshers Week and also like slightly longer because a few societies did extend their events to make sure that as many people as possible could join. So perhaps starting with Martha, you could just give us a highlight or just one event. Um, during Freshers Week, I was going to both the debating societies and the literary society and a couple of other things but the highlights are probably the comedy debates uh, for both debating societies just I think because because the webinar format you still get to watch you know six to eight people giving speeches so you can follow that and you can kind of identify names face to people who are prominent in that society but you also have the chat function which means that you and every other fresher who's attending can have the chats or comment on that comedy debate at the same time and I think that's a, a really good way to interact with other people during um zoom calls and that kind of thing because you know I, I haven't met very many new people in person there are people I meet because I go to the same calls as them uh, like Ingrid and Rosie I've both met pretty recently through debating but you know you can't have a direct conversation with someone if you're not anywhere near each other normally so 
being able to like comment on what's happening with the chat function can be quite helpful. Mm -hmm. um, and Rosie, do you have any particular highlights that you enjoyed throughout Freshers Week or anything, any societies that really stood out to you even? Um, because a lot of societies are focusing on just getting the fresher engagement on trying to, you know, encapsulate that, you know, they're not something to be afraid of, there's something for you to join. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I joined the Players Drama Society and also the two debating societies, the Hist and the Phil, and the French Society. And of all of them, I definitely say the Players and the Hist and the Phil were definitely the most interactive. And um, because well, a highlight of my of my week would actually be it was actually the the week after Freshers, but Players did a, a one act comedy night where they they basically created breakout rooms and two freshers were paired with a senior member of the committee, the players committee, and then a member of the sub events committee for players. And you had half an hour to write a sketch and then come back into the main Zoom and perform it over Zoom. So uh, I just found that was so enjoyable. Our sketch revolved around, I actually have a 1930s phone in my house and we, I was like, uh, using the phone and I think we did like a sketch on the academic registry and I was like using the phone and like different people were calling up and it was just so much fun to do and then also the hist and the phil and um, they started beginners debate training on the hist was on Monday and the phil was on Tuesday and again they they used breakout rooms and you got to know so many different people because there's so many pe people from different courses that are interested in debating and it was just really great and again I met Ingrid and Martha already through that and I just think it's really great those two societies are so they're, they're running so many events as well yeah it's been harder to meet those because those lectures are so big I know the business lectures have about 500 people and my computer science programming lectures have about 200 people but it's still been good to meet people from other courses to get kind of a broader range of friends from people from different courses and um yeah, I definitely joined way too many societies in Freshers Week just because um, I think this year it was a lot easier to join them and to go to more events because you just have to go on your laptop from home. I definitely went to a lot of events. And um, in terms of the events that I liked, I really enjoyed games nights that some of the um, societies had. The CU had one and the Phil had a Pictionary event because sometimes icebreakers are just really awkward. So I think playing online games with people is a much more fun way to get to know people and break the ice. And I've also really enjoyed the beginners debate training and the maidens competition at the Phil. So they were some of my favorite events. Mm -hmm. Certainly maidens is a really well-known competition from both the HIST and the Phil across campus. And you three have already met each other through it. And it is so fun to get involved in um, because you do meet so many new people. Um, but especially in UCD, I'm curious to know what the facilities were like for um, joining societies because we had an online um, kind of a freshers hub. Some societies were free, some societies were not. Um, there is often an argument as to should people be paying for societies this year because they're all going to be online. You're not necessarily paying for events. Um, so Kai, would you like to tell us if you joined any societies or what they've been like so far? Um, yeah, I we had an online like societies page where we kind of would click into a society's like bio and then kind of read about them and if we wanted to join just click the join there was like a virtual freshers fair where like you would log on to a zoom link of that specific society and then they'd like tell you about it and then sign you up if you wanted to but then 
if you didn't want to go through that, you'd just go in like an hour after they closed and just click join. So I feel like I joined a good few too many because now I'm getting about 20 emails every week from different societies that I've joined. So like I've joined um, the Literary and Historical Society, which I think is the same as like the Phil and the Hiss and Trinity. Mm -hmm. um, and then I've joined Law Sock, just all like the kind of different ones that would be like really prevalent on like college society. And then all the ones that kind of have uh, formal balls and stuff like that just in hopes that something <laughs> might happen in the next semester um, just like be in the loop for them just in case hopefully, they say yeah. <laughs> and then kind of just like other small little things like um I've signed up for maidens with the LNH and then with law sock so just small little things like that mm -hmm. um Ashling, what did you think of uh kind of like the freshers fair and joining societies did you join actually any language ones just to you know get to know more people I did I joined the Spanish one but it's not very active I only gotten like two emails since it's, since I started I joined the drama sock I joined the law sock as well and I signed up for maidens through that and then I joined the Japanese society but it's not really for the language it's more for the culture um earlier today we had like a class on how to make Japanese tea and then next week there's like a there's a webinar about Japanese politics and the week after that there's something about the like careers and how to like how best to use your degree in Japan so that I've, I've seen so far I think that's the most interesting one I've joined um but it was just it it was so easy to just join like 20 because you could just like literally mm -hmm. click a button you don't even have to talk to anyone you don't have to go to any stands and like consider it you can just be like I'll just click this should that mm -hmm. one not go there um mm -hmm. so it's nearly too easy to join them mm -hmm. yeah because like the the question can be asked you know I, th I think especially for Trinity they're thinking of continuing the online fair as a more continuous thing because it can be hard to be on campus all the time and especially if you're say a nursing student who wants to get involved in societies and you're off campus and like the society's fair is in person in front square and it can be kind of inaccessible. Plus, it kind of removes the social anxiety when it comes to talking to new people because it can be really intimidating to approach um, a fresher's tent and not know anyone or not have anyone with you. Um, but yeah, it's just this whole kind of discussion about um, how much of the next freshers week or even refreshers week is going to be online. And, and kind of like another topic point I want to bring up and Ashling, I think it will affect you the most, but what do you think uh, colleges can be doing to support students in this time because especially since you're like on campus at the moment and you are living there what do you think they could be doing to you know make your experience more comfortable especially in level five where everything might feel a bit restricted since especially the 5km radius kind of tells that you shouldn't really be moving anywhere and you see you tend to be a bit isolated in comparison to other colleges um they've actually been quite good so far i got an email um the other morning, I think was it Monday morning, to say that the mental health services are running twice as often or some, either twice as often or else they've added another person to the team. So for anyone that does feel isolated, they're literally just a call away. Um, I've already like uh, connected with the GP in in New City, but I probably will if I get too too lonely, will reach out to the mental health services. And the RAs are really good. There's all this week they had like a 
meet your RA thing on Instagram. So they would live stream because there's like five different accommodations. So every night uh, they would live stream to like introduce themselves. So I, I now have like a face and a name put to the people I can actually go and talk to if I have a problem in the middle of the night or something. Um, and it is, it is kind of bad because part of it is like, sometimes it does feel like a bit of a prison. You know, if you're walking to Centra and it's like past dark, like center is just like the the shop that's like surround the surrounds or like it's like the focal point for all of the accommodations so you can be walking there and you'll see two security guards and they always walk in two and it's just to make sure there's no parties or gatherings or like any upsets on campus but sometimes you're like oh my god they're gonna tell me to go back inside I, but like they're they don't actually they nearly always say good evening how are you it just feels a bit scary because it's so like everything's so different this year but they've definitely stepped up and acknowledged that it is different and they've uh the student union are put are sending out emails as well about uh like they are willing to listen to you and your queries as well mm -hmm. so the ucd itself and the student body are happy to help with any kind of loneliness or anxiety around the pandemic Mm -hmm. which is obviously lovely to hear that the SU have been so engaged and for Kai for you because like you live a bit away from campus uh, how do you feel about going into campus making that commute using the facilities that you are meant to be paying for um, how have UCD been with communicating to you about the library any other facilities and just your studies in general? Um, I actually found UCD to be like quite good with their communications like I've gotten maybe an email every week updating us and like the library facilities and stuff like that and then we're getting continuous notifications saying that the library is still open even though it's like level five so like students can go over to the library students can like sit in there and study but like they have a system where you have to like log into the um desk you're going to be studying at so you have a two-hour study gap for each desk you can go into but you can only go in twice to each library and um they're like I think they're quite understanding about like having students come over to campus in case that they need to like because they know that not everybody has a place that they're able to study in a really like great way you know mm -hmm. so like yeah, they're for... making sure that everyone is kind of looked after because mm -hmm. like colleges often people get used to having the space there and that is the great thing about going to college because you're almost paying for a library space you're paying to use the library you're paying to be able to go in at any time of day uh, because of the 24 hour libraries are accessible. Um, and you're kind of relying on these resources to be able to study and to be able to perform well and suddenly they're gone. Um, so for those who are in Trinity, how have you felt um, using the facilities, particularly Rosie, because your degree is almost so hands-on that it's kind of must feel like it's at half a degree at this point especially in your first year where it's hard to get a grasp of what your course is like. Um, yeah, well, I think actually we've been quite lucky um, doing drama because um, with the with the drama, um, if you do joint honours drama, you do a class called Theatre Lab where you're on campus and you're mixed in with the single honours students. So, but there was a certain difference this year in that usually they split the year in half. So you're with you're with um, 20 people and then the other 20 or the other day, but they had to split us into groups of four. So we were in pods of 10. 
And then when we went in as well on the first day, everyone's wearing face masks. And the exercise that she wanted to do, um, the lecturer, Sarah Jane, she wanted us to kind of communicate in pairs but she had to keep hesitating and saying, oh wait, no, you can't touch the other person. You can't go, you have to stay two meters apart. And we were trying to like do an exercise and it's so difficult. And when you're wearing the face mask as well, trying to communicate because drama is about communication. But mm -hmm. I know as well, the single honors drama people, they're even luckier as well though, because they're in, um, I think they're in three times a week. So, cause they have two other classes which are on campus. And um, so, but yeah, it is good to, so I have met half my year because half of them are on that same day as me for theater lab. So that's good. Yeah, but it is very strange trying to do drama with the face mask on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because drama is purely about learning how to read other people's facial expressions and to also practice your own because that is acting. Um, and just learning how to communicate in different forms and in an entertaining way. And I can't imagine what it's like to be, you know, two meters apart from your uh, stage partner and not being able to see their face must be a really bonkers thing. Hopefully it, it inspires a lot of art and a lot of, you know, pieces of literature. Um, but in terms of using facilities, Martha, I know you study law, Paul, and using the law library is something law students almost thrive on. They love being there and being able to study and to really like, you know, grasp onto your course. What's it been like not being able to like perhaps go into the library as often what's it been like you know having an intense course but not a lot of on-campus time uh i've actually only been onto the trinity campus once since joining the university which was for a meeting with my s2s mentors that they set up and i haven't used the library at all for me i just can't really justify like an hour commute into town to sit for two hour blocks where i have to then leave for an hour it it just doesn't really seem like it's worthwhile but I do feel like I'm missing out a little bit on those kind of facilities it, it's also difficult because at the start of term we sort of found out that we were going to be fully online um because both law and political science are both arts courses there's no need for them to be in person this term uh but it has just been difficult to kind of do the cultural rituals I think that most law <laughs> students are used to doing and most art students are used to doing um so it's kind of weird. I, I was speaking to a second year student about something else, but they brought up the idea that they had aimed to do their first year in second year and that opportunity was gone. And I kind of think a lot of my year are going to end up looking at next year the same way. We're going to mm -hmm. be trying to do our first year in second year and kind of get those you know, cultural milestones of being a Trinity student uh, mm -hmm. done next year when we're able to. Because mm -hmm. I feel like law as well, it's such a close community as a subject within Trinity because, you know, you all are all so involved with each other, you all have the same modules. And especially having your own floor in Berkeley, I can't imagine what it must be like not having, you know, the constant resources, books, everything around you and supports that are there for law students because there is so much reading, there is so much involved with it. And I know that EMSIS has a lot of hours as well in terms of coursework. and. Ingrid, how has it been learning how to, because I know coding is involved with EMSIS, I know that, you know, there is so many things that are kind of new that you have to learn within first year. So have you felt that you're spending a lot of time at your computer? Are you still enjoying it as much as you thought you would? Just any anything, you know, your experience as a computer science student is really interesting to, to me, a, a humble arts one. <laughs> Um, yeah, for my programming module, it's been quite difficult because 
a lot of the help that you would get for that would be in labs and tutorials, which would obviously be more useful in person because online it's quite difficult because we're split up into small groups on Blackboard, but we're not allowed to share our screens because then everyone in the group could see what we did and you're not supposed to copy people. So we have to move into like a Microsoft Teams to show the tutorial leader our work. So it's just quite complicated and quite difficult if you do have a problem to try and solve it. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, overall I've been finding it okay because we're just kind of starting off, so it's not too bad. But I think as the year progresses, it might be harder when we move on to some more difficult topics. And in terms of my other modules, um, we were meant to have an in-person business module on Wednesdays, but when they announced the level five restriction that got moved online. So all my modules are currently online at the moment. Gosh, I can't imagine what it must be like as well for something that is so practical as programming, as coding, that it is it must be so hard to see someone do it through a screen when you haven't done it yourself. And really, just to finish up this whole interview, I want to ask the three uh, Trinity students, because I've been asked by the SU to ask you this, what do you think they could do to make your overall online experience easier on you? Because there's been miscommunications, there's been mess ups with the AOR, there's been kind of like, not like a total confusion about how college is supposed to work, but certainly the SU feels that they could be doing better. So if you could give them any suggestions as to how you know you could be more comfortable with being online and going to college. I think from my point of view, there is quite a bit of confusion about how college would normally work or like things most Trinity students already know that it's kind of assumed um, the freshers would know as well. Like I didn't know we weren't gonna have our lectures and tutorials on Monday because it's the bank holiday, but none of my lecturers told me. I know other students told me, so I only found that out today. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, other things like I have no idea how reading week works or if we have one this week, uh, this term, or if that applies to us at all as freshers anyway. I think there's just some kind of points that it's assumed that every student knows, but okay. we didn't pick them up by osmosis because we're not on campus, so. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I feel like if you're talking to second years and third years more, you're more likely to pick up this bits of information. Um, <laughs> and especially like Ingrid, I could definitely sympathize with you because uh, MSIS students tend to pass on knowledge in a like hereditary way uh, down the chain. So I can't imagine what it must be like finding out that things are changing, that, you know, details, especially the communication about uh, reading week for freshers because I've been saying to people all week, oh, I have a reading week, and they're just assuming that they have one too. And I've just kind of realized that in the past hour that I've been like, you know, not, because the college is really doing degrees of separation for all of us at this point. So what do you think, um, you know, the SU could do to make, particularly uh, a course that is so normally practical heavy as yours, what do you, you think they could do to like encourage better communication, et cetera, et cetera? Um, well, for me, the timetabling was an issue because I still don't know the time for one of my maths module uh, tutorials. So it'd be really great if I could find that out. I've just been kind of going to a random time slot on a Friday. But um, yeah, the communication has been um, good from the lectures and things, but just from this, my timetable as a whole, um, there was just quite a lot of issues with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's definitely been... I can't believe it's week three and you don't, or even week four, and you don't have a math tutorial sorted out yet. That is actually, wow. 
go Trinity, I guess. Um, and for you, Rosie, how 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 has it been? You know, because you do have a very practical course. It is meant to be a very personal one, and it's very it's very meant to be one that's learned through being with other people. Um, and how has been like how has timetabling time been for you? Um, do you think that SU could do anything to make you more comfortable with going into college, with perhaps having practical classes as well? Um, I think um, actually the the drama has been really good. It's kind of really well organized and everything, and we have we see that uh, lecture once a week for the theater lab. But with um, music, it was slightly more confusing. There was kind of a confusion over one of our modules and um, had a different name for joint honors music students and single honors music students. So we have a music group chat because there's only 32 of us doing music. And then everyone was like, oh, why is our module a different name to yours? And is it, why is ours worth more or less? And that was, that took about a week and a half to sort out, but then they did and they said, oh no, it's the same module, but they're just different credits. But yeah, so it was a mix up with that. But apart from that, um, it's been quite good and the communication has been really good. And yeah, the music, they've been quite good at um, recording it because sometimes you can't play music over Zoom. Sometimes it gets really garbled. So for two of our lectures, they're pre-recorded. So that's good. So then we can listen back and kind of, it's actually really good for studying because if it was live in class, you couldn't listen back. So we can listen back and then get it. Yeah, because I know playing music over Zoom is quite difficult as well. So yeah, I think they have dealt with it quite well. Yeah. Yeah, if you, especially if you're formulating notes or anything on a particular piece, I can only imagine how handy it is to actually ha like have it replayed for you. Um, and perhaps as well with language um, lectures as well for Kai and Ashling, I guess it must be handy to have, you know, perhaps it playing in the background if you can listen to it again. Um, just different things like that. It's very easy to slate online university, but at the same time, I do think that it has some sneaky benefits that do benefit a lot of people. Um, but yeah, that seems to be all that I have for this discussion. It's been lovely having you all on. It's been lovely to get the comparison between UCD and Trinity because really my experience with the AOR and with trying to register for college, I mean, it's been a nightmare and seeing that, you know, so many other colleges seem to be doing better you know, did stir a bit of jealousy in me. Um, but yeah, overall, this has been really informative. I do have some things I can pass on to the SU and I do have things I can pass on to different uh, societies to suggest how they could do better. Um, and yeah, it's been really nice talking to you all. So that seems to be everything. Um, I'll just finish recording here. Yeah, that's it, that's everything. Um, so you guys can bop off. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoy your weekend as well. Um, it's been a long week for me personally, so I can't mm -hmm. imagine how anyone else feels. Um, but yeah, that's everything. And thank you again for coming on. Uh, the podcast should be out on the 26th or the 27th, definitely before Wednesday, the 28th is our maximum deadline. So yeah, that's everything. And I hope everyone's keeping well and all that. Thank you so much. Thank no you very much. Yeah, I'll be seeing you. Soon.